Thank you for listening to the Wannabes Podcast. This is a show where myself, JD, and Wasabi, two power-ranked New York City Super Smash Brothers Melee players, document and discuss our experiences as competitive tryhards. If you like what you hear, give us a follow on Twitter at the Wannabes Pod. We post all of our episodes there, and we have a link to our Discord where you can ask questions, and we will answer them. That's enough of that. Let's get to the show. Shit, what episode is this? Lol. Keep it, keep it going. 37, okay. This is The Wannabes, episode 37. My name is JD. My name's Will. What's up, everyone? And today we have a special holiday episode. We've been on hiatus for a few weeks. Just things didn't really line up the way they did. So we're going to just keep going today. No time limit. Who knows when we'll end. But off the bat, we'll just let you know what we're going to talk about. We'll timestamp it, all that. Um, I'm going to talk about a new job that I got. Um all the journaling I've been doing and the gymming I've not been doing. And recently I played against hacks for four hours. So I want to talk about that a bit. Will, you got some stuff too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to talk about, I've been mentioning like my games, Weldon, like, and you know, he's currently now a esports psychologist and the coach for CLG. So I'm going to talk about his Mac program that I've been doing. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, I did friendlies with Layden also who that's been really fun. And then I also went to two tournaments since we've last talked. So Fireside Open and Hax's Nightclub. So we'll talk about that. Uh, before, you know, you jump in, JD, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, thanks again for everyone's patience and everything. Um, you know, it's just some stuff came up, some family stuff came up. Uh, and, you know, just like a little PSA reminder, family holiday times can be stressful. So just like be sure to take, you know, a little extra care for yourself this holiday season. Um, but yeah, and then questions last. So that's about it for me. Yeah, for sure. And, um, just a quick point. We never will brute force this podcast. If things don't line up, if we have other things to take care of, um, we never make sure to, to throw other things away. Like priorities come first. And as much as we love to sit here and record and talk to each other, like we still love it. Um, but if we have to take two weeks off to take care of things, um, I hope you all understand. And so far, the patience has been real. So I appreciate all the listeners. I'm ready to hop into it. I've been, you know, I, 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 I've been wanting to talk to Will for so long about all this shit. Um, yeah. Very excited. Let's fucking I got this. a new job. Yeah, dude. I got a new job. Dude, congrats. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, a couple weeks back, I've been, you know, I was talking over and over about like, the anxiety of my current job and, you know, I don't know if things are going to go well. And, you know, they, they let me off for a day and I had to apply to other jobs very quickly, but, um, the cards were, I don't know, the heart of the card. What was I saying? The stars were in, <laughs> were aligned. And, um, I found another job in my field. Like it was a actual like step up. Um, damn dude, that's awesome. So yeah, what does it I, entail? Like, are there so, any big changes besides well, the job of. itself? Yeah. So to put it generally, like the last job I had was with a very small team and I was doing a lot of different things, just kind of holding things together, a lot of small responsibilities, but like 
a lot of them. So I was kind of just like keeping things tied up and, and juggling certain things. So this is more of a job where I'm kind of spearheading the business development side and there's a lot to go over like I, I'm still I only went for two hours so far in like the transitionary period because I'm still you know in that two week three week you know transition period of my old job mm-hmm. so I'm not completely familiar with my new role yet but from what I understand they're building out a new like side of the business a new department and I'm like the first hire they have for that department. So I'm actually going to be working directly with the president of, or is it the president? Like the co-founder, at least. I don't know his exact role, but he's going to be training me in directly. Oh, wow. And yeah, so it's a small team again, but like 15 people instead of four. Um, And all the stuff, you know, it's Amazon selling. So, um, you know, partnerships and, and all this stuff with companies that we sell on Amazon, but it's electronics and audio gear. And so, you know, not getting into the job title yet, you know, I'll, I'll talk more about that when I, when I understand it more, I've training actually tomorrow, Sunday, the 15th. Oh, wow. Um, so that'll be exciting to like really dive into like what my job's going to entail, but it's going to be a lot of market research and, like learning about these types of electronics just by osmosis, you know, like I'm not required to know all the ins and outs, but mm-hmm. we almost half the business is selling audio gear. And I'm like, yo, like synergy. Like <laughs> if I'm going to be learning about audio gear, I'm going to understand so much more about like this podcast, how to make it better um, just through hardware and, and research, which is sick. Like I'm, I'm definitely interested and all that stuff. And who knows, I might, you know, I'll be able to buy some stuff at, um, at bulk pricing, get a big discount on all this shit. I might hook us up with some sick microphones or, you know, headphones or, or whatever comes out of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's so much that I'm excited about in the job. And then the, the location of the job is on, you know, 36th and 8th. So, I think I'm near where you work or at least like, you know, not that far. Um, Same thing with like so many of my friends, so many smashers. So like every day I'm going to be in Midtown after work and, you know, Hax's nightclub is going to be a short subway. Um, Like going over to Hax's apartment if he if he's available, like that's that's an option or coming over to Brooklyn on a Friday or something like there's so many options to just do what I want to do right after work. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's all lining up, man. It's all lining up. I feel really excited. I feel like I have more energy. I feel like I could actually set up my new life like properly now, like working in New York, you know, like spending my evenings in New York city and like setting up multiple years of, okay, this is a stable job, stable company. You know, how can I set myself up long-term you know, so I'm not standing still. I get to kind of incrementally move my way up. Just feels good. I don't know. I'm ready. Dude, that's awesome. That's so yeah. cool. And I'll be yeah. able to see you a lot more. We can actually do happy hour together. I know. That's going to be I hype. Know. And if you get a little too stupid, you can crash at my place until <laughs> I'm guessing the longer term stuff is you might be heading to 
New York side of the river. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I After seeing a few more apartments in um, New York City, I'm realizing how good my apartment is for the cost. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that won't change. You, It's not about yeah. you can keep on looking and you'll never find that. I definitely right. will be honest with that. Right. So maybe I'll have to wait for like a, a couple price bumps or a couple uh, salary bumps mm-hmm. before I'm more comfortable doing that. But I'm still like my commute has been cutting almost a third. You know, it's like a 15 minute bus ride. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. You'll take that. You won't notice it for a while then. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm just yeah, it, it's it's all lining up pretty well. I'm, I'm really happy I got the job. Um, the company is like very young and diverse and very open to like, you know, it's not like, okay, this is your job. This is your path. It, they've said it multiple times that over time I'm going to be figuring out what I like. Like they have one guy who does like four different things. He's like the IT guy, but he's also like graphic design and he's like, whatever I want to do, there's room for me to kind of take that and that was a huge aspect of my last job that I really liked, but without all the nonsense. So yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm amped. Um, I start the day after Christmas. Nice. That's the first day of my job is the Christmas party. So I get my first full day and then right over to like a very casual setting. Mm -hmm. So that's a interesting little icebreaker. No, those are the best. Like when I started my job, it was two weeks before the company retreat. Right. So definitely like the best situation. I'm, But dude, that sounds so awesome for you. And like, dude, I definitely know what you mean. Like with my job, like I just had my first performance review after like being there, what, maybe now three months or so. And mm-hmm. like everything went super, super well. I'm like really happy at, at the, you know, at the company that at trial spark and everything. And so like, and it's also really cool because like, especially like I am coming from like a hospital setting. I can do so much more at at this like healthcare startup. Like I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was just like, hey, like I really enjoy like problem solving and like figuring out the gray areas and trying to like work with people with different like goals, right? Like because you have different departments, they all have different like goals, right? And mm-hmm. like I'm like, so if you know like those opportunities, like just feel free to like ask and like. If I'm not busy, I like would love to like join in in, the, in on the conversation, and it's like super cool that I can like do that. So I definitely know what you mean by it, and I guess it's like really interesting because we're both like in our mid twenties now, where you know it's it's our jobs are going to be naturally a lot of our what our life is, right? Yeah. And so to be able to like be excited for the most part, or that it can give some energy back, like right, like nine, ten hours a day. It eight you to read 10 my hours mind, dude. A day. It's like really important for, honestly, you know, not just life, but also for like our hobbies, also, right? Like, yeah, to be able oh, to yeah. have the energy post work to do something is really important. And honestly, whether you like like your job or your job gives you energy back or drains it, dictates that. And I feel like you know. It's we're really in a good position. It seems you know you're excited about the new job. My job's going well. That like that's very much true right now. Right. Yeah. And really, I think the way I was raised was well. I, I kind of had two different 
viewpoints coming at me at the same time. So the first one was like always work towards like your ultimate goal. You want to do what you love, right? You want to work at a job where it feels like it's not work. And as an ideal, you know, like as the ultimate goal Mm -hmm. that I think that holds true, right? Like we do want to work at a job that we're excited to wake up every day. Mm -hmm. But on the other side is that's very difficult. That's almost impossible. No one says how hard that is. Yeah. And it, it will it never really always is. be fun. Right. So it's it's definitely an ideal and it's something to strive for, sure. But, you know, when you're fresh out of college, if you like if you aren't passionate about accounting or being a lawyer or being a doctor, then there's only a handful of jobs that are so streamlined that you could just do school, come out, work that job for 40 years and be happy so for you know the rest of us we're trying to find some sort of compromise where we you know aren't passionate about the work but we kind of like it or we don't like the job that much but we're around people that we really like Mm -hmm. it's a good culture and so we can we don't regret going to work every day and so i think within that dichotomy it's really kept me in a healthy place of being realistic about what a career even is, what a job means and doing other stuff. So, you know, this podcast is a perfect example of, you know, working towards that, that ideal. Like if this is something I love, then maybe one day this will help me develop the skills to get that type of job. Um, But, you know, there's no full-time podcasting job that you can get a four-year degree and come out and play video games and, and talk for a living. You know, that's, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting take, but it's like, that's how it has to be. So, you know, being optimistic about this career is, it's not like, oh my God, this is my new, you know, I can't wait to, to sell electronics on Amazon. I'm so passionate about that. No, it's like, I'm really excited about the culture almost first and foremost, and to be in a position where I'm able to support my hobbies. And that's really it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. And it's super important. And I think like, to have the ideal, but you know, it's very rare to get it the first try also, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like, as long as you're getting, like, a little bit closer each time, like, I think that's totally fine, too. And mm-hmm. then, like, it's, like, also rather intuitive, too. Like, I, I remember I was re-listening to the Gary V. Hasan Minaj podcast episode, which I love because, um, you know, Hasan Minaj also being from an immigrant family, I relate a lot to it. And it's so interesting when they're, like, Yeah, like, once you kind of figure it out, like, you kind of knew that was the thing that you're going to run, you know? And I think, like, that sort of intuitiveness is, like, always forgotten when you think about, like, okay, like, starting salary, how am I going to live in my 20s, like, all of that sort of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, it's really interesting because it's, like, when you find out, like, oh, like, that kind of just clicks, like, whatever clicks for you, even if it's not perfect or the ideal yet. Like, you want to run it, you know? Like, I remember at Trial Spark, it was just, like, I was, like, jumping around between, 
you know, like when it, while I was onboarding and like I didn't have like my primary study yet, you know, I was just like seeing where I could help out and like problem solve areas and make things better. And like that wasn't like me trying to inherently do well to look well, if that makes sense, you know? It was just, like, more intuitive, like, okay, like, this seems like a good use of my time and is enjoyable to, you know? Sure. And, like, I think that's, like, similar with you and, like, you know, flipping stuff and, you know, the Amazon buying stuff. And I don't know the full process of it, so that's as much as I can say. But, you know, it seems very much, like, in tune with your stuff as well. Right. At least at least to a point, um like with all the eBay shit, I've kind of fallen off. Like mm-hmm. I've realized I don't, I don't enjoy it as much as I thought. I'm happy I gave it a shot, you know. Um, but right now my room is like super crowded, and <laughs> some of these things are just straight up not selling. So I'm kind of over it. But I like the whole concept of what I do for a job, you know, and what I do for hobbies. They don't have to align, you know, fifty fifty. It doesn't have to be so perfect. Like, oh, that job, that's exactly you. It, but finding things within your job that you do enjoy, it's like, you know, that that's all we can really, that's all the power we have to survive is to make happy with our circumstance and do the best we can, mm-hmm. you know, without getting into the whole like capitalist, you know, is it a good thing conversation, which is all over my Twitter. I follow probably too many socialists, but realistically, it's like, okay, we could participate in this. We're not bad guys. Just, just, you got to make your living, man. You got to, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and, of course. You know, just keeping a self-awareness of, you know, what's our mental health look like? Are we still following our, our real goals? Are we, you know, being, you know, grinded down by our career or are we, you know, surviving within it? It's all a matter of, you know, checking in and I'm happy we've made a habit of talking about it because like you said, it's like we're at the point of our lives. It's a huge chunk of our time. Mm-hmm. It's a third of our weekday, Yeah, you know, every week. And so, yeah, I mean, right now I'm excited. I'll, I'll keep you updated on the training and the, the holiday party and just how it all goes. But I think I'm most excited to just pop out of that and, um, you know, be in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of and course. Be in the city that never rests. It'll be great. Yeah. Well, congrats again. <sighs> Thanks, man. All right, let's throw it over to you. What's what's your uh, what's on your mind first and foremost? How's your life going? Life's going, you know, overall well. Like little, not little, but you know, family drama. So. I've been a little bit preoccupied, but it seems like it's kind of like more on the tail end of stuff now. So cool. uh, things are slowly falling into some sense of order. But, you know, not too much to update like life wise. I mean, honestly, you know, I'm coming back from this melee break. And so we'll talk about that in a bit. But I've been also getting into like, you know, I've been really happy with, like, just sort of the life goals I've set, like, recently, like, going to the gym a lot. Like, I noticed, like, I dropped, like, two pant sizes, which was really good. Um, not that that was my goal, but, like, you know, I've consistently gone to the gym, like, once or twice a week now and, like, realized that it's something I enjoy. And, like, to be able to, like, 
start fitting time into that has been really good for my energy levels mm-hmm. um, and to like de-stress and everything. Um, but then the other two things is I've been getting into a new fighting game and then also working on a this like mindfulness exercise Mac program from what uh, like Mind Games uh, Weldon or I, I guess just Weldon uh, who is you know now the esports psych- psychologist and coach like League of Legends coach for CLG. I'm so I'm so ready to dive into this dude. Yeah, I have no idea. I know. So let's dive into before I talk about Eunice and like learning a new fighting game because I think that's been a really interesting experience for me this week. Uh, let's let's talk about the Mac program. So you know it's I would you know I I'm always gonna plug it in as like something I think that like people should look into. You know Mac stands for mindfulness, acceptance, and competition, and so you know it has like roughly 50 plus lessons and I I got it for like 25 bucks and you can do it like every day I haven't been so great at doing it every day but and it sort of works you through what he does with like any esports athlete that you that he's worked with you know Mm -hmm. um and it's like very much grounded in zen and mindfulness and as you can expect um but the one concept that actually has been made like a significant difference for me recently is taught in his first uh, like course module, which is the idea of internal states. Um, and the idea is like sort of that the internal states are pretty much your any sort of emotion or what you're feeling in your head, right? Like so, the minute that say I like you burn yourself like over a fire, right? that pain is an internal state where, you know, it's still true. You know, you burnt your hand and that hurts, but the actual, like it being it received and processed in your head, that's like considered an internal state if you're following me. Right. Yeah. And so generally, um, he ties that in with two of the most fundamental concepts for that. He's, you know, realizes that are really successful in East, like in professional players, which is attention and poise. Uh, and so he specifically ties um, attention to this because when you have these internal states, right? Like, you know, pain and like burning your finger is like more in easier way, but like, you know, getting tilted, getting frustrated at the game, getting mad that your opponent is playing a certain way or doing certain options that you can't beat or right um that's an internal state inherently you're feeling it but it's not actually happening you know and so a lot of the thing that he talks about is you know the best thing to do is like i think people a lot of the time and you know this is coming from him this isn't this really isn't as much my interpretation yet but it's that people generally will try to like play that down like i'm not that frustrated i'm not or like ignore it or like really get caught up into it, right? Either way you're getting caught up into it. But really the best solution that I've tested out and has been working really well for me is to just actually simply ignore it. And that's it sounds weird, but really like even though you're frustrated, even though like say I'm playing you and I'm really annoyed that you're doing certain things, I can choose to ignore that and focus my attention on what I want to do in the game. 
Okay. And that, while a simple concept, has been really helpful, honestly, to my gameplay. And in tournament as well. Like, it, and simply just acknowledging that I have those emotions, but that I don't need to focus my attention on it. And so then it becomes more about training your attention rather than, you know, trying to control your emotions. Right. And it's funny because that seems not counterintuitive, but just non-intuitive, you know? Yeah. Like the way I've always discussed this and I thought this was like the woke way to figure it out was just to like, instead of ignoring it, just like treat it as something that can be dismissed, mm-hmm. like accept it and move on. And so ignoring it is bypassing that altogether. And so this makes me think of the metaphor of, you know, f- climbing the first hill, but still reaching the peak, but you have to go down the first hill to get up that peak mm-hmm. and ignoring it seems difficult, but ultimately the best decision just the way it, you've described it it does make sense to it needs to be a skill that's trained that's not something you could just decide to do but ultimately if you do it enough and you get good at it then when it comes time to actually compete you don't want to go through the whole cycle of emotion when one frustrating thing comes up you want to be able to stay on course with a uh, steel resolve that keeps you playing well instead of needing to kind of settle yourself and maybe you play different which could ultimately be off your game plan and bad that's at least my interpretation so i i actually think i strongly agree and it just seems hard <laughs> you know yeah because it, it, it's just simply about training your attention then i think it's really interesting to think about it in a way where it's like you can have these emotions, but those emotions are like once you realize it, once I realized that it, it like became really clear and it like kind of clicked for me that like the once you have those emotions, those aren't actually tied into your decision making in the game. Hmm. Like your gameplay and your emotions are actually two very separate entities and you can just focus with enough practice, focus on strictly gameplay yeah and i think I, I love that and i think that's super interesting because like when you think about like very top players it's not like they're nervous or anything it's not like they're not nervous or they have like this iron like will right like clutch box or you know birthday mango right like <laughs> or whatever right it's like it's more about that they're choosing to focus on the gameplay rather than anything else whether the crowd's booing them or cheering them on or the opponent's ledge stalling or whatever yeah no i love that yeah and so it's like an active choice which is like feels very much like oh then like that's within my realm of control yeah 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 that's something i want to sit on um yeah we can take our time on it yeah okay i mean i'm trying to think of the last time i got really frustrated well honestly i think it it, it's not as like memorable i think this this is something that comes up in micro doses as well Mm -hmm. just little 
instances of frustration or confusion or just emotion mm-hmm. it comes up all the time. Um, and I think the last Hex's nightclub where I played well, I think I inadvertently just, you know, accomplished something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could replicate that just with a little more mental effort, like through friendlies or through whatever, if I could keep on achieving that sort of emotionless gameplay, not because I don't have emotions, but because as you said, I I was able to ignore it. If I could replicate that through training, um, that might be the end goal. That might be what I'm pursuing, you know, in, in the mental term. Fascinating that you brought this up first because this feels like a bombshell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A special holiday episode. What can I say? Yeah, man, shit. But yeah, no, it's been, it's, it's, that's the thing is it's like it clicks when you hear it. At least for me, it did. And it seems like it, for you, it is as well. But yeah, like it's just something to sit on, honestly. And, like, you know, you have to, like, work it out. But the program helps you get to that point with guided meditation sessions and everything like that. So, right. honestly, cool. you know, plugging it again, but, like, awesome resource that I think not a lot of Smash players know about. You know, because he's more known from, like, the MOBA side of things. But really a really, really cool resource uh, for that. Whether you think you have a good mentality or not you know like i think a lot of our of what we do both in game and emotion like mentality wise are sub subconscious right but we want to bring it to the conscious level so that it isn't a lottery or a crapshoot on when things will click right like whether even if it's not like the zone per se it's like establishing that consistency yeah absolutely um it's always when i find um new players that are exceptionally good you know tech wise or they have a good game plan like everything in the gameplay zone um if they outrank me in one of those facets i'm always looking for ways to tilt them Mm. you know you and you do love that a true fighting it's something you're right it's something i've picked up as a legitimate game plan. Like I won't go as far as taunting, but you know, I came up with the legendary chess money and he had this concept from day one of how to, you know, get the upper edge if, mm-hmm. if you, if you really need to. And so, um, I think this will help twofold in, you know, making sure I don't become the recipient of such a strategy, but mm-hmm. also, what it takes to implement it better, you know? Yeah. What can I, what can I actually do to tilt these people? Um, because that's kind of, that's like when it gets down to game three, two stocks a piece, you know, like these, these final seconds is when the mental game really kicks into high gear. Mm-hmm. And the longer we can spend figuring out ourselves and just the mentality aspect of this game, I think, that can really bring some mileage in terms of achieving our goals. So yeah, man, I, Oh, okay. What do you have anything else to add on this topic? Cause that was like super spicy. No, 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 no. The only other one was 
you know, but that's more of just digesting new content was uh, learning a new fighting game. Okay. And how's that going? That's going well. So, yeah, so I got a fight stick recently on Black Friday. I got a Razer fight stick. Um, and I've been, you know, I love fighting games. I think that's very apparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided to pick up both. I saw Eunice and the Street Fighter anniversary, 30th anniversary edition on sale for the Steam holiday sale. So I got them for pretty well priced, and I've been learning uh, Eunice, this, the new game, right? The new hotness kind of has this 2014 Melee-esque vibe to it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and one is, holy fuck, is it hard to learn a new game? Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> so hard. I forgot what it's like just trying to remember combos. Like, it's so hard. Uh, but it's been super fun. Like, I realized, like, I'm realizing that I'm not expecting, like, it to transfer over. But, like, I'm. it's really interesting to see, like, how some Smash stuff is transferring over well enough. Like, how I break down certain situations. So, like, when I'm learning new combos, like breaking it down to its core pieces so like first i'll do like the first few inputs and then i'll do the last few inputs and then like slowly i'll piece together the middle mm-hmm. but like that's been really interesting i haven't been able to play anyone else but like kind of to be like a tr- i forgot what it was to be like a true true beginner again and how like little little you know and i guess the only thing i can say about it right now i didn't like learn anything that i can like really established into my melee game nor like was that the goal but it was more just an appreciation of being like how far i've come in the game in terms of melee and like i've just like realized like holy fuck like that's right combos aren't easy (laughs) you know neutral unknowing neutral situations aren't easy yeah and it's like years it takes years yeah and like you know being five years in now i'm like oh, wow, like, I totally forgot what it was like to not know all the combos Fox can do, the right percentages, and then, like, you know, react to the proper DI also. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, like, looking back at our progress, and not to get too off topic from Eunice, because I'm actually really fascinated with your journey on this, you know, how how far you want to take it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I could, like, show my beginner self just how far I've come, like I would have been, my mind would have been blown. Mm -hmm. I would have been so, so proud of myself. And it's just interesting how we really need to like set our mind to take it in. Like the perspective is not there automatically, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's hard to actually think of where we are because everyone else is getting better and our goalposts keep changing. So yeah. Um, it must be really interesting to be in this new game with goals being so minor in the long run, but like still really huge milestones as a new player. Like I'm sure getting that first optimal combo is going to feel like, you know, I don't know what it's going to feel like. It's it, it must it must be like climbing a mountain, as we say, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really Fascinating. interesting because, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, the one thing you mentioned is, like, those minor things mean a lot. Like, I'm still, like, going through the fucking tutorial, dude. 
Like, I haven't completed the tutorial. I mean, that's the other thing about fighting games is they actually teach you how to play. Hmm. But, like, I'm still doing the tutorial, and I haven't completed everything, and I've had to just, like, skip some stuff because, like, I'm also learning on an arcade stick just because I want to play old-school fighting games and, and stuff like that, so just I want to learn how to use a stick. And, like, you remember trying to, like, learn how to use the GameCube controller? Like, Oh, my God. Like, how do you fucking dash dance? Remember dash dancing for the first time? Like, it's so, like, like I can't do this subconsciously. I don't think my hands can do this for so long either. And then we're playing, like, three-day tournaments. Yeah, do you remember uh, learning how to short hop? Oh, my fucking God. The, the worst with Fox. It's so hard. And then I also am, like, it's really funny because I'm also noticing the tendencies. And, like, I'm not, like, I'd love to, like, play Eunice competitively and, like, eventually and stuff like that. But, like, Melee's still my main goal. Like, I'm going to be pushing 2020, like, Melee still, right? And this is more yeah. so, like, during the lulls when I kind of want to sit by myself. Like, this is kind of what I want to do, like, during my spare time. But I notice, like, how competitive i am still like i'm watching unis sets and being like ah all right these are the top players like what are they doing like what can i notice and like it's like super funny because i'm like and i have to like slow myself down and be like bro like one you're not trying to go that hard and two like this is this ain't melee like you can't do the full you can't do combos yet yeah and like that's super funny and then like yeah it's really that and then also like you know, Eunice being more of, like, a personal, like, like just, like, a pleasure for fun sort of thing, the mentality is so different as well, right? Like, with Melee, I'm, like, I must hit these combos, I must, like, execute this frame one or two, right? Like, I'm trying to learn how to do frame two drills, because Hacks told me it's plus seven if it hits, which makes grab guaranteed. Anyway, um, and, like, here I'm just trying to, like, figure out, like, a general gist of things so like managing my expectations has been really interesting too yeah I, i'm caught up on that drill concept I'll, I'll we'll talk about that later we'll cycle back <laughs> i have he he made me a spreadsheet i'll, I'll send it to you it's a spreadsheet holy shit okay yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about it we'll have a whole section on hacks because yeah we both that's had coming our, up soon had our time yeah <laughs> um but yeah like that's really interesting and also to play a game casually i don't think i've done so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I uh, I like having a steady rotation of like I'm I'm playing a little bit of League now. Um you know, I had my my run on Pokémon, I definitely gave that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, having just having a game that's like not melee. I think melee really warps our sense of what a video game should be. <laughs> so I know, right? It's good to revisit it, gain some perspective Especially on that Especially playing like, Fox. Like, there's a clear best character in Eunice. Like, not super clear it's still a fighting game, but, like, there's one that's, like, super broken, like, can kind of do everything. Obviously, very tough execution, very low low health, so it's, like, very obvious. And I'm just like, nope, give me a character with easy execution. I'm not trying to play Fox again. (laughs) Give me a Marth Puff. Give me something uh, with long range and (laughs) survivability. You would play a zoner. You would play a zoner. I I don't know if I would. I don't know what type of character I like cuz I'm really not a fox player mm, at heart. That's true. It's, that is It's not true. my personality. So I don't know. I don't think I don't know if I'd go for that super hard execution. Yeah. Type, but <laughs> that's the thing also is trying to figure out what archetype you like is so has been such a fun experience in terms right. of like what do I actually care about in in the game? 
because Fox can kind of just do everything. Right. Like, Ryan K plays Eunice, actually, and he goes, I'm like, so I asked him for advice. He goes, well, the thing you have to realize is that you're playing a character that has the best offense, the best defense, the best mobility, and arguably, like, one of the best projectiles. And you can play him any way you fucking want. And there's no fighting game character like that. Yeah, that's fascinating. I'm like, all right, well, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll keep you updated on that. But, you know, this has just been a little cool side project that I've been doing. Word. Yeah, man. Sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, back let's to hop you. back. Yeah. Let me let me snag the mic. Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is just, like, how I've been dealing with my mornings the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've stayed ambitious. You know, I've been a little distracted here and there with, like, the new job and the holiday. Um, so... It hasn't been, like, as smooth Mm -hmm. as maybe I'd want in a normal time. But I do want to give myself some credit and then kind of criticize myself at the same time. Um, And just kind of, like, check in, you know, check in with how I'm doing on my free time. Mm -hmm. And so one thing I'm I'm really happy with is how much I've been writing. Um, That's awesome, starting and it's a new habit where i have just one google doc that i just write in every day it's like today's date and then i just like go and um the consistency of it has led to just better writing and and been able to like access that flow state and Mm -hmm. it's made me really realize how much i want to do it and how happy i would be if i can find a career or find some sort of monetization for this um Mm -hmm. still in the future still like i'm not expecting anything anytime soon because i still want to improve and get actually legitimately good at it but um with the little bit of habit building and just being able to prioritize it um like i've been trying to wake up a little earlier i wake up at 5 45 now damn dude um that's crazy get my coffee hop in the shower and then give myself like a full hour optimally full hour to write and then squeeze in 20 minutes of melee practice before work and i've been getting that like that good good morning maybe two to three times a week for the past couple weeks that's really solid though yeah and then suboptimal mornings where maybe i need to catch up on sleep because i went to bed late or you know, I give up on melee to write a little more or, you know, give up on writing to play melee. Like I, I'm still striving for that full optimization because it, it makes my full day just feel so much better when I have that morning to mm-hmm. write. But um, so that's been good. But on the flip side, I just have not been going to the gym. Mm. Like I've tried to squeeze in like some push up sit ups in the morning, but like that's not really <laughs> enough like i haven't been doing cardio Uh um and i just haven't made it as much of a priority like yesterday i straight up had the time like i get off work at two Uh ashley doesn't come home till six like i have a full span of time and realistically i just like came home and played league for a few hours like i totally could have went to the gym and i am just sort of realizing like that complacency is something I 
always fill in when one part of my life is going well. And I'm trying to shoehorn in comfortably like multiple good things in a row. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like I'll use how good I feel from writing that morning as an excuse to not go to the gym and you know how much fun I had playing with hacks as an excuse to sleep in and not write. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it's all these things that like, if I'm trying to juggle all of it, it is totally, it, it, it should theoretically work. Like I've had weeks where just like everything does align and I have a good week, but for whatever reason, it just, I, I coast off of that good feeling rather than like keep up with it. And so I think I'm trying to just like realize now, like, okay, I haven't been going to the gym. How can I work on that? What, you know, when am I going to do it? Maybe I could do it today. Like just kind of holding myself accountable in a way that's not like berating myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's what I'm kind of trying to do now. It, it's very interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. I just don't have that same level of um, unhappiness that really motivates when other things are going well. If I'm playing good melee, if I'm, you know, have a new job and like all these endorphins are lifting me up, um, you know, I don't need the gym to do that. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm losing inertia on on my physical health and that can end up being a problem. It's, 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 it's a balancing act and I'm not trying to like bring myself down too much or like, you know, brush it off either. It's just, you know, where am I? How can I, you know, keep moving forward and what warning signs can I look out for? You know, Mm -hmm. like how do I anticipate this in the future and make sure it doesn't become a bad habit? Mm-hmm. when you know realistically it's been it's always been kind of a bad habit i don't know do you have similar experiences do you know what i'm talking about yeah i definitely do i think it's hard to fit it in and you know definitely some stuff has to like you have to kind of condense a lot of stuff for it like i thought i didn't have time to fit in gym sessions until like i kind of like until it became a thing that Pilar and I did together and that kind of meshed with us spending time together Hmm. right because she wanted to go to the gym too and she kind of likes she you know we kind of wanted an activity where like we kind of like go to the same place but then do our own thing right uh so the gym was perfect for that and so kind of like gym day has become Monday and so the Monday is like generally like you know we do the gym, we'll cook afterwards and meal prep, and then like hang out for an hour and then go to sleep, you know. And so I think like if you can can find a way to condense your time and like accomplish multiple goals at once, um, not by like doing it at the same time, but more so condensing travel time, I think that's the biggest thing. Hmm. So like there are strict days where you go into the city and you play with hacks. Like that's not a day where you're expected to go to the gym. But then maybe sure. there, there you can have those quiet days where you can do knock out like one to three things there. Whether it's like gym and catch up on my TV shows or gym catch up on my book, right? Another thing that comes to mind is like revamping your morning session. So like you're journaling for an hour, right? Do you think that the last 15 minutes of the journaling session is super necessary, right? 
And so then if you condense your that, like you can fit in like a 15, maybe like a good 20 minute run, right? And like if you run hard for 20 minutes, it's going to be solid, you know, like you could, you know, at you could knock out like a five, like, I mean, this is high school, Will, when uh, all my melee pent up energy was into sports and athletics, but you could get to a point where you can run a 5k in, in 20 minutes. Huh. Right, and so yeah, if you just well. run super hard, like you'll feel really accomplished, right? And so, like, I think thinking about those things, right? Like, you've been journaling for an hour, and you have that set amount. So, is there diminishing returns from thirty minutes to an hour, or forty-five minutes to an hour? And I think that's maybe something you can explore too. Yeah, I think twenty minutes for melee is like. It's hard, like, just from personal experience and knowing you, I think, like, that's the the min-max of it, right? Cause, yeah. Because you have to get that's, warmed up. That's something that's that's taken time to, like, come onto that number as something I'm legitimately happy with. It's optimized. It's, it's optimized, yeah. 100%. So then, mm-hmm. like, can journaling be more optimized, right? Like, are yeah. there ways for you to not do it without having to wake up earlier right like that's the easy that's the simple but harder solution right like maybe have a more fleshed out breakfast or find a way so that you don't like have to brew coffee or like take showers at night if you shower in the morning you know like well if you run you have to shower in the morning so anyway like you get what i'm saying yeah absolutely i think no you're 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 spot on and gave that's actually really helped me just now it's given me a new scope of how to look at things you know i don't um when i make decisions of how i want to spend my time sometimes i'm inflexible with those decisions and so i think you've kind of helped me pinpoint like where the improvement can be and where i can kind of you know take out one lego and put on another and start building up what i gotta do yeah um What's good is that I'll have another maybe 15 to 20 minutes in the morning because my commute is shorter. That That is free time. That You're playing yeah. with house money there. Yeah, so that's pretty sweet. Um, so then if you have 20, 30 minutes and then you take out 15 minutes from journaling, theoretically, you don't have to. I'm just, you know, theoretically. Right. Mm-hmm. That adds up to like 45 minutes. That's a That's yeah. a quick gym session right there. For sure. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah shit i'm i'm a lot closer than i th- than i thought yeah i think it's like generally when with these sort of questions or like situations it's like and it's funny because it's similar with melee and it's you can always go more specific you can always go more structured you know mm-hmm. like just as you break down like we break down situations like what do i do at you know against a puff on the side platform you know, like, you can go into very specific situations for that, right? You can go into, like, talking about, like, their shield percentage and talking about, like, your position and, like, how you use lasers or how do you approach that, right? And there's lots mm-hmm. of ways you can be more specific than just be, like, don't engage or don't hit the shield, right? Like, for Yoshi, don't hit their shield on the side platform. There's a lot of ways to play that, and you can go more specific, and the best players are the ones that go f- more specific. And you can do that in life as well. Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, if I'm going, if I want to allocate an hour and a half, you know, for my first 
few days or maybe like three hours a week I want to allocate towards writing or whatever it may be. Um, it's sort of figuring out like, okay, on Friday afternoons, I'm never going to write. It's just, I'm tired from the week. It's not the right mindset, Yeah, you know? And then I don't have to, every time I think about when I can write, I can skip past that point. I already know, like it's just taking it little chunks at a time, figuring out where the improvements can be and just kind of learning from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting is, is revisiting all this time and something I, I want to think about more. It comes up every once in a while, but like really thinking about the ways I can, I guess, optimize. I, I don't like the word optimize in mm-hmm. this sense. Cause it makes, you know, when people talk about optimizing their life, it mm-hmm. has a very like, you know, work hard, you know, produce productivity vibe but optimize could be like okay if i'm playing video games i get the most enjoyment from you know if it's a weekend like from 9 p.m to 11 30 and if i play until midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m then (laughs) it's not yeah you know like that sort of optimize when i'm playing melee like 20 minutes feels great i get my warm-ups i feel like i can you know, still make some progress on specific things. I can keep sharp, but as it gets into 30, 40, 50 minutes, then there is opportunity cost other places. Um, that's the fascinating thing to me is like, and this is, I think where melee is such a, such an amazing, like hacks mentioned this the other day. He's like, yo, melee isn't even an esport. It's like a martial art. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, it's kind of true. It It's so, it's all encompassing. It's like, there's so much to be gained out of it. Mm-hmm. And these optimizations um, are really like, okay, yeah, you can do um, the perfect sort of game plan against Falco. Like you can cover every option optimally, or you can go for a safer option that gives you center stage and, you know, we'll, we'll, if you don't need perfect execution for like those sort of decisions, you know what I mean? It's those, that, that framework for looking at our lives, like, okay, yeah. If I were to wake up every day at five 30, you know, shower in 10 minutes, um, chug a cold brew, um, run a a three K like a five K or whatever. Um, like there is an optimized way to have our mornings, but you know, there's, there's other ways to look at it that give some sort of human error to the whole equation. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, yeah. And I get what your point is with optimi- like the word optimize, I guess like the best way I could rephrase it is like, it's just like making a budget for like money, right? Like time is <laughs> valuable, right? And, and you can view it as a currency. And so then it's just like making a budget where, you lay out what you're going to budget your time to beforehand so that you don't have to have decision fatigue and make decisions like on the day of, you know? Right. I've never thought of that, but I think that that might, well, I haven't even budgeted my actual budget, so I don't know if I'm going to budget my time, (laughs) but I think, no, it's a, it's another framework. I think you're right. It's like, okay, I have been, you know, 
just playing computer games a lot this week. Like, let's be self-aware of that and maybe take a few days off. Like yesterday, I um, went the full, like went half the day without drinking coffee and was like, all right, I'm just going to not drink coffee today. Mm-hmm. It's kind of off topic, but it's the same thing of like, all right, I, you know, I got to make some decision. Am I going to drink coffee at 2.30 or am I going to take a break and try to treat it as like a tolerance break to caffeine? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, so yeah, that's um, that's how I've been feeling with the whole journaling gym scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, it fed into like a larger conversation, which is like so endless. So I'll um, I'll cap it off on that. But I, I appreciate your input. I, I really do think you brought some clarity. Yeah. to where i'm at no problem dude you know that's what we're here for but i know you want to pass it off of, to me but you know you, you kind of brought it up so it makes sense you want to talk about your friendlies with hacks absolutely yeah, oh, yeah. dude so it wasn't friendlies it was a friendly <laughs> yeah that's um, that's that's how it goes i've been playing with hacks like i think once a week so remember our text beforehand like i was like be sure to hydrate Remember that, like, if you're tired, you should, like, ask for a break because he yeah. won't. Yeah. So that was good advice because I think we took, like, maybe two two or three breaks. Um, we split a six-pack. We got dinner beforehand. Um, honestly, like, Hex is a cool guy. And I think we kind of clicked on a personal level. That was kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. I-, I felt... <clears throat> um you know, leading into it, there's, and this is something that's like kind of cringy to explore, but the whole like celebrity aspect is you can't, we can't ignore it. No, we can't. Um, you know, and, um, I want to talk about it in a way that's not like, you know, elevating him above that of a human because obviously he is and, you know, spending time with him, like definitely cleared the air on that, but it's, it's such an interesting you know, concept of, you know, I, I've looked up to this, this man for so long. I've known he's lived in New York, obviously, but I've never really hung out with him or, or talked to him for that long. Mm-hmm. You know, since Hax's nightclub, we've had more interactions and, and, you know, split a picture here and there, like stuff like that. Um, and it, it's just interesting, like the, the turns that went through my mind and I, I tried to remain very cognizant of it. Like just what, media when we consume anything when we consume like just you know smash summit stuff or um all the gameplay he's been involved in and you know the legend builds and builds it's very cool that i can you know hang out with them as as an equal just people who love the game and you know him just being just a a homie you know and i'm sure you've had the same experience he's just like it's just a dude he just loves melee you know he's um fucking amazing so when we got down to actually playing like i was zeroed in like i was trying my hardest yeah and um it was a good session like i think all that nonsense melted away like as we like you know chilled for a little bit and just you know had some food. He took me to this like f- fucking dope ass, um, you know that spot. He he like raves about it. So yeah. he might have taken you there. Too. Was it the the Was it spicy? Mm, no. 
Was it Cien Famous Foods or did you have chicken tenders? It it was like um or was it a ram- rice bowl? Was it ramen? Was it like this like old Not quite. Rice bowl, rice bowl. Okay, interesting. Um yeah, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It was delicious. Yeah. But <laughs> um so it was it was sort of just like Oh, it's called the Mighty Bowl. Oh, Mighty um, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so like all that sh- nonsense melted away and my fanboyism definitely was like gone by the time we were playing. So that's good. Um, but man, he is really good. Like I didn't, th- I-, I really thought I would be like so out of my league that I couldn't learn. I'm happy that I was only kind of out of my league. So I could still like definitely learn from it, which was amazing. Like it just so many things would come up. Like, you know, he ta- the few specifics were, um, the frame data on back air versus neutral air on shield. Oh yeah. We've taught. Yeah. Yep. Never, never explored that before. So that's fascinating. Um, so Nair is, um, another two frames better than back air on shield. Yep. In terms yeah. of safeties. Um, and then weak Nair and weak bear have the same frame data on shield. Yeah. But, but weak Nair, the hitbox doesn't shrink after frame four versus weak or, not weak, just Nair's hitboxes don't shrink versus Bear's does. Hmm. So, like, Bear's hitbox is bigger for the first four frames. Yeah, it really made me rethink how I do shield pressure and, like, how how safe Bear is. Um, yeah, it also makes you think, like, how much more you need to know about the game itself. Doesn't oh, it? yeah. Like, it's just I mean, like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to dive into that. That's, like... You're so right, but it's like that's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel you. I still leave like I've been getting more into it, but I leave all of like the actual math to Aziz. But whenever I see him, I ask him about it. So like I- I'm starting to learn about the the blessings of frame two dares now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean he also taught me like how to shine on ledge if f- Fox is firefoxing. And trying to grab ledge, he's only you have to do it immediately. It has to, yeah, it has to be before frame sixteen. Yep, yeah. So, yep, yep, so yep. it's a very fast. It's a two frame trick, and you have sixteen frames. Um, and he taught me like you don't have to necessarily react to it because you know, like when he's gonna go for the Firefox. You know, there's only a short window where that's gonna happen. So there's a way to time it, and he would just get those shines on me all the time. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. Um, and then OMS attacking Fox's hard hits. The optimal way to do that is C stick full down and then control stick 45 angle. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's like, you know, it all makes sense. Like that was within the uh, the knowledge that I have already. Like, okay, yeah, you have to be perpendicular for, uh, for trajectory DI, but... Um, I didn't put the pieces together because I always just was like, oh, Omsitech, like double stick down. Like that's how you do it. But no. Um, so that was, that was all like together and he would teach it and then unpause. And then we're like in the battle and I'm like, all right, don't back air. And then I'd back air shield and get punished for it. I'm like, okay, well, like just immediate like lesson into, uh, practice. And then like the feedback loop was so instantaneous that, and it was so punishing. Like, oh my god, it hurts so much. It hurts yeah. getting just wave shined across the ground at, in Fox to Dose. 
yeah, wave shine out of shield into perfect wa- alleged, uh, wave dash into another shine into like up tech smash. chase up smash. Yeah, it's yeah. like, come on. Oh. But, um, dude, I just like, I was just so into it. Like, it was, and then we were like, you know, splitting a six pack, I think is perfect. Like, three beers is such a sweet spot mm-hmm. for melee over that many, uh, over that period of time that it like kept me loose. It kept me interested. Plus, I didn't have to face the lose the loss screen. So the, like, I never actually got discouraged, which he brought up too is like, yeah, it's like, you don't have to keep losing. You just keep playing and you don't know how many stocks goes, which way you don't have to look at it. No one ever knows. It's just about playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I just so feel that. Um, so I'm, I'm a big fan of infinite, infinite matches now, honestly, like he, he definitely converted me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I am totally down to do that again. He's a fiend. He'll play whenever he, you know, whenever he can against, you know, against me. So that's pretty dope. And um, I'm happy I didn't have to make you and Leighton a, th- a three-man, even though you wouldn't let me anyway. So, hey, I, I just know what he would say. I, I was, I, I tried to convey it in a, in a nice way, but he already said no to to other people. No, Aziz definitely taught me, like, yeah, we don't do that here. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, you kind of get the point now, though, don't you? Oh, immediately. Like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, like, really wanting to play, and I'm like, oh, shit, I hope I could play someone. So Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I think it's so cool, too, because you get to... He's so open about how he thinks. Yeah. Both mentality-wise and in-game-wise, and it's like all of his actions are both researched, purpose-driven and practiced yeah and it's so interesting because it's like it's i don't know it's just really cool to see like how he operates and like being able to take away ideas from it for your you know for your own game like my takeaways from like you know i I play him like pretty much like once a week at this point and he like it's definitely just changed the way I looked at the game, but also, like, how I approached a lot of problems in the game that I've been having, you know? And I think that's been super interesting, too. Yeah. No, he's such a good person to talk to because he will, like, I think there's a common thing that humans do where if someone raises a point that, like, I don't agree with to me, I'll still, like, kind of warp my response to like not confront it Mm -hmm. but hacks will just be like yeah i don't understand what you're going for like what do you mean by that like why do you say that i don't agree with you and that only happened a few times because i don't bring up too much stuff about melee but we were talking about like the scene as a whole Mm -hmm. and just the way he talks really enlightened me to like okay if i don't agree with something i should just be like no, like, I don't, I don't agree with you. Like, respectfully, of course, but just, he's so much like, this is the way I think. I want to know why you think that, but, you know, there's a reason why I'm going to say the things I say. And that definitely translates to Melee because he's so focused on results and, like, results as in, like, execution should lead to this <laughs> stock being taken. Um, and I think that like mentality is very rare, and so it's fascinating to just spend time with that person and and see like you know how that 
comes across in, in, in game and in conversation. It's like, yeah, this guy, you know, he's, and now like, it was right after he beat H box too. So that mm-hmm. was interesting to like, I was like, yo, how do you feel about that? And he was like, you know, I would have been more upset if I like got my ass kicked the second set. Um, but he also felt like there'd be a lot more pressure if he had beaten him in two sets. He's like, yo, there'd been like articles about that if I beat H box twice. And I'm like, true. <laughs> like that would have broken people. <laughs> like that would have seriously been the biggest deal ever, but not necessarily in the best way. Like there would have been huge pressure on him to match those results going forward. And so he was actually kind of happy with the result. He's like, yeah, it was kind of the perfect tournament, you know, get the win, keep expectations modest, but still show that he's making a comeback. Just so fascinating. Like, and that was all a timing thing, you know, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And we talk about like Hax and I talk about like the top and like how it's like very much up for grabs and stuff. And like how, Mm -hmm. like his goals. And then it's really just boils down to like, He's just still just like a kid that wants to play the game. <laughs> yeah. That's really just all it is. And it's just to a point of you know, to the point of like that's the only thing he wants to do as well as build the, the New York City community. But like I'm not saying that in a bad way, but like he just is a kid that wants to play the game. That's mm-hmm. it. It's so it's really funny cuz it's so Anim- sports anime main character esque, like I just want to keep playing the game. Yeah, uh, but yeah, definitely. I mean, I love his mentality and everything. Yeah, if like if Mango is the heart of melee, then Hax is like the mechanical heart of melee. Like he is, he has so many like logical reasons for doing what he does, but in the midst of all of it, he's still like soulfully so engaged in what we're doing mm-hmm. you know he he really has the same drive as as you said like as a kid like you know and, and keeping that pure the way he has is so inspiring like okay i know realistically that i don't have the same goals as him but a part of me kind of does mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like yeah it's so relatable we can't deny it yeah, so relatable, for sure. Yeah, like, I still see him get excited about, like, certain things. He's like, oh, I just, I never thought of that. Like, oh, man, like, I just never thought of that. And, like, he would, like, <laughs> then, like, pause the game and, like, write a note down. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to check that out later. And it's yeah, just, dude. like, yeah, it's just this, is like, pure curiosity on this game that, you know, hasn't been solved yet. It's fascinating, because we're the same age. Yeah. Like... I've been watching him since I started as a top player. We're the same age. Yeah. It's wild. He's been playing all, for all this is like a, you know, a decade at this point. Yeah, man. So we we should just call our podcast the Hax's Fan Club. Um or Hax's Day Club. That could be fun. Yeah. We'll we'll play with it, but we're changing our name. We're going <laughs> to be not, We're not Hax's Acolytes. Oh my god. Keep keep working on your jokes, dude. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm, I definitely want to play him more. It's such a learning experience. Um, and afterwards, like, you know, I was satisfied the day, you know, that night, but like now I'm fiending again. So I think some of this fiendiness has, has kind of spread. Um, and yeah, dude, I'm just like 
so inspired. Like I want, I want to make this top hundred list so fucking hard. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, he. He helped me set up my goal and taught me some things at the same time. Um, so yeah, that's playing hacks. You nice. played Layton. How'd that go? I played Layton. Yeah, it went well. I haven't played a puff in a while, and like this is kind of tied into like the tournaments as well. Is um my first hacks is nightclub back. Uh, I lost to Layton and Rishi, actually. Oh, all right. Uh, I really was hoping to play Sunsei, just because I wanted to play a new person. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really rusty on the Puff matchup, so I, 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 you know, obviously hit up Layton. Was like, hey, we, I need that, I need that practice. And so we played, and it was super fun. It was just like old times. I mean, he's he's definitely stepped it up. And it took me a few games to de rust, but then after that, we were kind of more just trading and stuff. And sort of similarly, like, you know, I was able to make him frustrated and, like, run the games. And and then, you know, he would hit back at me and I would have to, like, adapt again. And it was just very back and forth. I think the coolest part about it was that, one, like, we talked about the Mac program in Internal States. And I was able to really practice that. But also, like, I didn't feel, like, any pressure on myself to, like, like... That's the thing is like we I'm I'm starting to see like no expectations yet but like parts of like my confidence in like what I can do with a character like just come back you know like I think right before like a few episodes ago before I embarked on this off season I was like very worried that like you know if I don't keep playing if I don't stay on top of things like things will fall apart and mm-hmm. it's not like I've, like, stopped practicing or stopped doing analysis or grinding, but it's, like, more so, like, oh, yeah, like, I can just kind of get back into the swing of things and, like, de-rust a little bit and and everything will be okay, you know? And then it became to a point where, like, it was very, you know, visible that, you know, Aiden was getting annoyed of, like, me clutching out of, like, a few more games in a row. And so it almost became, like, this mini game of, like, all right, like, Let's not get sucked up in his emotions. Like, what's my internal state? Let me run this setup a little bit longer. Like, let me yeah. see how long I can run this setup, right? And it's just the two of us, but, like, it was just so competitive. Like, we were both, like, like drenched at the end of it. <laughs> um, and it just was really refreshing to, like, one, you know, play a matchup I haven't played in a while. And, you know, know that, like, it's like, okay, like, I, you know was really rusty when I played him at Hacks Nightclub. But, like, that's okay. Like, let me just, like, play, you know, play him and, like, kind of get back up to speed. And then, like, seeing myself, like, figure out how to get back up to speed on the fly was really cool. Word. Yeah, Yeah, it's always a good feeling to, like, just feel the rust come off, like, like, in real time. You know, and it takes a good session to, like, bring that out. Yeah. Um and Leighton's just getting so good. Like I, I haven't had a long session with him in a long time. Maybe I won't. So he uh, doesn't get the edge on me in tournament. Mm. Maybe that's, maybe that's the secret is like these puff players know how to turn it up in tournament if they get experience against you. So let's uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Leighton, I never want to play you. Uh, no, joking aside. I mean, he's getting so sick that um, it's just a good way to like power level gauge too, you know? It's like you're playing against a top level, top hundred level player now by results, technically, and that's bizarre too. I mean, that's a different topic, um, but it does take 
it does take real effort and um you know it, it takes being warm and being good to to get the upper edge on him so i think that's a good sign for your like comeback tour as it were yeah you know and like the thing is it's funny enough like i know you're saying you're gearing up for top 100 and i kind of want it less now <laughs> really is, which is interesting like i still want it like don't get me wrong but like it's not like it's an internal state for me if that makes sense it hmm. it's like i want it but it doesn't like contribute to my gameplay or actually me performing well so like kind of let me just like note it but like not put any of my attention on it like really my and this isn't like as forced as i'm making it sound i guess like from my conversations with hacks and like everything it's just like and the gameplay that i've seen it's just like yeah like i could do it but like you know let me keep on improving my gameplay and like the the rest will follow suit sort of thing right and i feel very comfortable with that right now uh so i'm just gonna like kind of keep running on it like it's not that i don't want to compete or anything it's actually the opposite like i I just want to compete it's more so that like i know that like for me personally wanting that isn't gonna contribute to my attention or my drive or my motivation like right it like i will put the same amount of time in melee whether (laughs) or not i get it right like for me at least and so it doesn't serve a function that's that's very interesting and i that actually reaffirms how i'm treating it because I'm, you know, I, I feel like I do need to make that decision mm-hmm. for me. I, like I last year, um, I was treating it the same way and it did it led to complacency and mm-hmm. like, I was still going to the majors I went to with the off chance that like, okay, I have three majors lined up. If I do well, like I, you know, it's possible I've beaten players at that level. Like all that's been in my head, but I didn't have the explicit goal. And so I think with this new year and seeing players I've come up with, like the Swooper and Layton being heavily considered and likely to make it, Mm -hmm. it becomes more of a conversation of, okay, do I need to, or not even do I need to, like, I want to give it my full attention and, and, explicitly say like this is what i need to do because i've never done that before mm-hmm. so you know might as well and if it leads to me falling flat on my face then so be it but i think where you're at like we're at the same level it's fascinating that we're treating it so differently you know like i don't i don't see like a power level difference at this stage it's it but the how we're treating this like this top 100 list it's just due to our own mental state it's due to our own circumstance and so it's it's going to be interesting how that lines up i just don't think i'll put in that same work if i don't make an explicit goal so it's really like i'm putting a carrot out in front of myself you Mm -hmm. know yeah but i think that's like always been the point like that's always been the finding of our our conversations right like our intrinsic motivations are very different like the way you're approaching it just would be stressful for me Mm -hmm. like i would get in my own head about it you know and it's just a lot easier to keep my head down and you know not aim for a carrot but know that it's like something in front of me that like will have like i'll catch eventually you know 
Right. Uh, and so I think it's just like very like our motivations and like what gets us to ultimately to commit to an action is I think the opposite like are very different yeah. right and it's it's, it's yeah <laughs> yeah so like it's fun though it is it is it's just really interesting because like yeah it's just really interesting like you know i've definitely been moving towards more gameplay focus and it's like definitely helped with like my results and and everything like that you know but aiming for the result doesn't do any good for me personally you know yeah like i don't like it's because it doesn't for me like the way i hold myself accountable is has is a very different like mental like mechanism than yours yeah well i think what i'm trying to do is hopefully when it comes down to the actual like tournaments i need to perform at i hope that i will be able to get enough of this junk out of my head like the implications, all the dangerous stuff that we talk about mm-hmm. all the time that comes with wanting a result. I hope that I'll be able to filter enough of that out and irrigate it to the right places so that in the micro I could play well. Yeah. But in, in the macro, I need to set up my life so that it could lead to those results. Yeah. And it's it's an experiment. You know, I've never treated the game like this mm-hmm. before. Um. So hopefully I can kind of stay attuned to what actually brings success. But that sounds so perfect for you. Like we're very opposite where you don't have trouble on game day. And I intrinsically don't have trouble like just holding myself to like practice and stuff, you know? Right, right. Like, so it just makes very much sense that I need to focus more on like being you know kind of zoned in zend in for game day rather than like and you could have the blind faith of like i'll just play and you know prep well and and things will work out right <laughs> sure and and correct me if i'm wrong no i mean We've like it, room together <laughs> i know i know and like uh hopefully yeah that's what i'm saying is like what i'm introducing to my life you know you know with this Mm-hmm. newfound motivation i've had what i'm introducing to my lifestyle is a lot more pressure yeah to improve and so with that pressure i think is going to have a lot of excess material you know it's like i'm i'm introducing coal there's going to be waste and so if i could keep my journaling strong if i can you know do enough practice so that i'm still keeping up with like the mechanics of the game if i can take the right steps on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and keep my expectations of myself similar to what has brought me game day success up to this point, then hopefully that'll synergize and become something better than what I've been. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, it does come with stress. If, if my expectations are low of myself, then, you know, that makes it easier to not get in my own head on game day. But realistically, like I know that from where I'm at, I do need to take a step up. And so the only thing I could think of is to start, you know, proclaiming my goals and, and mm-hmm. become realistic with myself. That's like, okay, new year, new job, new me, yeah. blah, 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 all that shit. But let's, um, let's actually bust some ass and, and see what comes out of it. 
Yeah, of course. And that's hype. I mean, it's like going back to like the the soccer kicks, right? <laughs> wow. I mean, for for the true fans, they'll get it. They'll the get true it. fans. Um, but yeah, I feel you on that. And oh, also like talking about tournaments, like something that like applied very much the same for me was uh like when I went to Fireside Open. Mhm. So like that day, you know, I was just fiending. No one else was going from the city, but like I just knew I wanted to play, right? And like, and so I went and I performed pretty well. Like I'm pretty happy with how I did. I got fifth at it. Yeah, it's good, man. Uh, I lost to Swooper, um, and JJM. Uh, both players that I kind of wanted more practice against, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I beat Mont Money and Sick. ran the Fox Gauntlet of HDHR and Carol as well. So that was really fun because, like, all the hacks practice paid off. But, Hell yeah, dude. But also, like, it was very much the same thing where I just kind of knew that my gameplay was looking good and solid. And so I wasn't too worried about the result itself and like that really helped calm me down in a lot of situations fuck yeah dude oh it's so funny how we just like completely swung past each other into each other's worlds of (laughs) of like mentality and stuff i know i know it's super super funny yeah but that's great man like yeah i just i'm so happy like jjm swooper good losses like those guys are hard as shit yeah so. and i was happy like i mean honestly i'll be honest jjm kind of rocked me like i got mm. outplayed and he he didn't even need the wobble he did a lot of handoffs actually and he really outplayed me so good on him swooper yep. i've been actually like eyeing a little bit more and i it didn't work out this time and um and it was still like a 2-0 but i was able to implement a lot of stuff i've been theory crafting in my head for him so hopefully next time can be the charm for it and then like you know i got to play wally and panos a lot as well in friendlies and it was just good to kind of like i love going to the Rutgers tournaments honestly and then oh man you know what yeah i mean it was just super fun and it was like kind of hype being the only new yorker there so i kind of didn't feel like i had to rep but i wanted to rep you know that feeling Mm. yeah so, you know, when I saw that I was placing, facing Mott first round, I'm like, all right, I got to take this one at least. Hell yeah. Mott, big shout-outs. Love that guy. Yeah, big shout-outs. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good set. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you later. Um, oh, yeah, and remember I called you the next day? This is, like, not tournament-related anymore, but I didn't sleep that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Um. Yeah, okay, so for everyone here, like, what happened was I woke up. It was such a crazy weekend. I was in all all up in Inwood, which is, like, past West Harlem, like, 200-something street in New York. And, uh, you know, there was a holiday party. So we crashed there that night. Um, I, didn't, I knew I was going to do a tournament, so I didn't, like, go super hard. Like, I had, like, a beer or two. And then um, I t- went down to Penn Station and... Took a train to New Brunswick, played in this tournament, right? And then from there, Adamus invited me to back to his house and was having like a party, you know, with like, uh, like Lord Knight, who's like a famous uh, DBFZ player, like 
Bambi was there, NJ's finest, Penny went with me, Lewis, uh, Swooper was there, everyone, and, you know, and Kevorkian as well, and we all just ended up hanging out, it was super chill, but lots of drinking, lots of debauchery, and it ended up being me, Bambi, Kevorkian, who slept a little bit earlier, and Swooper all staying up the whole night. Oh my god. Like, just chilling, talking, getting to know each other a little bit more. It was, like, really cool, because, like, I hang out with those guys all the time in tournaments, but I haven't actually, like, hung out with them, per se. It's the best. It's the and best. it was so much fun, dude. And it was, like, like we, you know, shots, like, you know, every, like, 45 minutes or so. Like, so it was, like, <laughs> just, like, riding a good wave, but, like, not excessively, right? Sure, sure. And it was so fun. And, like, also, I money matched uh bambi's falco with dave my pikachu oh my god and he won game five so let's fucking go <laughs> uh never gonna let bambi live that down but dave dave <laughs> and so uh but it was so fun that like i was like gonna go crashing and wake up because i had to be home early to just hang out with pilar and it was already, I like looked at the clock and it was 5.30 already. And I was like, well, fuck. Like, I'll just sleep when I get home. So then I... Yeah. Uh, then you call me. You're like, all right, bro. I just got home. It's like, what, 7? It was 8.30. It was 8.30 Eight. and I got into Penn Station. I was calling you walking to the M train. You're like, all right, man. Just letting you know, stayed up all night. But I think we should record our episode. You know, I, I just want to get it over with. Like, I think... I'm going to be tired a little later. I haven't slept all night. No big deal. Let's do it. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I'm down, but you haven't slept. You've fallen asleep on the podcast before. <laughs> That's Hey, hey, hey. We, we don't talk about that. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, sorry. But it's just no, like. No, no, no. I'm just bro, joking. It's, yeah. it's not going to work. We'll get some sleep. And you're like, you know what? All right. You're probably right. Okay. <laughs> Probably, I'll get some sleep. Not fully no, right. All right. Thanks, man. All right. We'll talk later. <laughs> like, just sitting in my bed, just losing it. Like, all right, well, talk to you later, buddy. It's so funny. Oh, my God. It was such a funny adventure. But it was, yeah. That's definitely a melee experience for the ages, for me, at least. One for the books. Well, yeah. Hell, <coughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Yeah. So before we get into... <coughs> questions Sorry. yeah you okay yeah we'll cut that out cool all right uh anyway before <clears throat> we get into questions i just want to give a quick shout out and i think you'll agree with this so i'm not gonna worry about it um quick shout outs to nico to ryobeat for winning a birthday tournament also yeah riding that mango wave in like an amazing like go back there is a vod now there are vods now for hacks nightclub and slippy but he won it Game 10, bracket reset over Smuckers. So Ryo Beat was in winners. Smuckers resets game five. Nico wins game five, second set, on his birthday. (sighs) That's so hype. Yeah. So shout-outs to Nico. Yeah. And um, not to jinx it, knock on wood, but uh, good chance Nico makes top 100 this year. Yeah, I'm knocking on wood. Yeah, I mean, surprising no one, it was a matter of time. I mean, obviously at that caliber for like three years now, but 
you know, sometimes they don't line up. And this year, hell yeah, let's yep. go. But yeah, so big shout outs to Nico. Um, came on our podcast. Check out that episode if you want. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Amazing episode. I did that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It was sick. I agree. Our um, 1v1 right. series for those that don't know. Yeah, we got to we got to get some more people on. It's hard to hard to get guests. Holiday but... season's weird. We'll we'll get it yeah. up 2020. We have some we have some good ones in store for 2020, guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah, don't worry about that. It's in the works. Um, it's just holidays. Facts. Anyway, let's get to our questions. Yeah. I'll answer the first one from Jada. Um, what melee scene would you like to play and meet with? Mm. You want to kick off this one? Uh, I mean, SoCal is like so obvious, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so many good people there. Like, I would really want to run the gauntlet of like the lower tier players. I heard it's like after twenty, everyone is just still so like competitive and good mm. that um, it would, I think it'd be really interesting to like spend a week there, go to a few tournaments, and like just meet and play against all those good players. Um, but also, I'd want to go to like. Europe, mm. like I've really wanted to go. I really want to go to um, uh, what tournament is it? It's Hair Air Air. Yeah, yeah. London. I've heard, I've heard. I don't know if Air is still around. I think maybe it's like gone now. I don't know what what's the deal. But it, it's always on and off. That's its appeal. Is you don't mm-hmm. know if it's happening next year. But I yeah, I've just heard that it, like the Irish are sick. Like their whole scene is just so oh, that's, welcoming. That's, uh, schism, schism. Oh yeah. Yeah, Schism is Irish because SJ wins that one. Uh, Air is UK, United Kingdom. Yeah, so just like I guess that area, you know, with the the, the other Isles. the Isles, because they still speak English, so it's like I could, you know, communicate. But yeah, um, I've just heard that like it's just so much fun. Just it's a blast there. Plus, I've met, you know, MDVA. I've met before. Um, Florida, I've met and um australia and hawaii i've met so shout outs to those guys but this is a question about who i'd like to meet and that's definitely either socal or the isles Mm -hmm. yeah i was thinking europe as well but i was actually if i have to pick one like and this is really a good question because it's factoring not just who i want to play but meet Mm -hmm. i want to meet the dr crew Oh. Like the Dominican Republic, like the DR yeah. has such a history in fighting games in general. Like the last Capcom Cup winner was Mena RD, or not? No, not last. The one before that, a Capcom Cup winner. But also, like you know, I've heard from Samo that the DR crew's good, and they have like Lane and that other Peach player that I forget the name of that were super sick, and they don't play like anyone else. And I kind of want to go to a community. That's I guess a little bit more untouched, you know, mm-hmm. by by everything, and I think that's gonna be big. Like similar to like how no one knew that like Pakistan was like a juggernaut in Tekken, right? Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. Arsenal and Ash, who like won both Evos and then claimed to not even be the best in this region. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I want to meet something like that, and I think the one of the areas that's very unexplored is like just generally like the latin america central america even south american like communities and so probably dr would be the first stop in that word 
Hell yeah. Or Mexico, honestly. Like, you know, either or. Uh, I heard Mexico's, yeah. I mean, like, I want some, I want I want to meet filthy people that play like just how they want to play it, you know? And and yeah. from what I hear, like, that's very much a common thing in those communities, as we can see with, like, none who obviously is from Nicaragua, which isn't Mexico or DR, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. Sure. Hell yeah, man. I'm, uh, let's let's get some plane tickets. Let's, let's do it. A wannabe's tour. Yeah, I think mine's gonna be cheaper than yours. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have to fly across the pond. Yeah, or you don't. But yours. Yeah. Um, whatever. whatever. All right. You want to take the next one? Yeah, yeah. So next, shout outs to Two Percent Milk for this. Uh, if Melee only existed as a single player game, would you still play it? Uh, very interesting. Very tough. A very different question also than what we had before so that this is a this is really cool um yeah i love for shout outs to dan i mean me and him we went to college together mm-hmm. me and two percent um and he's just like i i, I miss him I, we we keep in touch time to time but yeah he's he he takes the cake as one of the best travel companions because he like questions like this i mean it's something not a lot of people would have come up with so shout outs to dan yeah super homie shout outs um but so for me personally i don't think i would i'm not very much a single player sort of kind of guy in general like i used to be when i was younger but like i always i've realized that i'm like as you can see with me picking up different fighting games like i kind of just love the 2d competition sort of sense of it Mm -hmm. and so i really don't think i would play melee uh, without the interactions that make this game and community so cool. Yeah, I mean, let's say... Uh, I don't think I would either. I mean, I love the movement. I, you know, solo practice does fulfill me in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the short answer is no. The long answer is if it was built as a single player game if let's say all the characters were as fun to play as as fox and had the same mechanics the same engine Mm -hmm. um and then there were more features to the single player um you know dlc or or some sort of system that would like keep me coming back i can see that being fun and fulfilling Mm -hmm. um it would take a lot for that to be possible Um, but I think the root of the question is like, is Melee's mechanics appealing enough Mm -hmm. to take out the community, take out the multiplayer competition aspect and still still enjoy the game? Like you still have like speed running. That's true. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. I just am not a speed runner also. Like truth be told, like I never really got into speed running Mm -hmm. and I, I understand why it's cool, but I don't watch speedrunning if that makes sense. Right. I actually love watching speedruns. Yeah. So I think I'd be a little more inclined to say yes. Um like Super Mario Sunshine, you're right. Like that sort of game has a large following. Um if Melee, I mean, it's, it's fast. It's such a fascinating question. It's a really good one. I think as it stands, like the speedrunning Melee is so gimmicky. It's not I, I don't find it as fun 
to watch like uh, any melee speed runs. It's not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, other games I love melee is like, okay, in this trick, we just tech it and then slide as far as we can and do this and position here and manipulate RNG here. And like, that's, that's not fun, but yeah. All right. So I would say no. <laughs> final answer i would not play final answer no but a lot harder than my final answer yeah boy i'm i'm in here respecting questions hey i'm just being honest yeah i know i know um all right so we're nearing the end let's talk about our upcoming weeks goals we have for ourselves all that will what are you uh what are you up to this week um honestly it's just gonna be really chill i'm gonna try to get like a melee session with late in their hacks before i head out uh, for the holidays, but then, uh, besides that, nothing else. Gonna keep playing Eunice and stuff. I'm gonna watch Capcom Cup tonight and tomorrow. Um, and then really, I guess trying to figure out what I what I want to do over my vacation. So I'll be away from the twentieth to the third, first home with my like more immediate family, and then home with my other family uh, from, like, the Philippines, and they're having a wedding, and Pilar's coming, and my cousin from the Philippines are coming. So I don't know how much Melee I'll be able to do in that sense, but maybe I can do some VODs and stuff like that. I just kind of just want to figure it out, but I think I'm going to play that by ear. But Word. Yeah, and then I'll see if we can do... It depends on the internet quality, because both internet qualities aren't that great and if you remember episode four the lost episode uh we had internet issues so uh we'll i'll we'll talk off offline about that all right yeah i mean whatever if this was a super episode we'll have to maybe we'll have to uh wait a little bit but and then the only last thing is figuring out if i want to if i'm actually going to go to to genesis yeah, I, there's a small chance I go, but it's not looking not looking great. Yeah, you you're in the I started a new job sort of phase, right? Yeah. One day I will go to Genesis. I need to go to that tournament, but mm-hmm. whatever. You've never been? Nope. Jesus Christ, dude! Damn. Yeah, don't remind me. Okay, I won't. I won't <laughs> nah, say anymore. Um. All right, so for my week, I um, just started my sketch class, Sketch 201. Nice. So I actually have that tomorrow at 6 p.m., so I got to, I gotta like, finish my sketch and make sure that's ready to go. Um, I want to, as I said before, get back to the gym. I, I'm maybe once or twice do some cardio, do some, you know, basic exercises, just get myself moving on that, but... Um, without sacrificing my good habits. Like I want to still be practicing melee um, and journaling and, and keeping up with all my writing. But really it's like, it's one of those weeks where I just got to settle down. Like I have training tomorrow in the morning and Tuesday. So it's still like, Oh, new job. Like still got that energy to it, but hopefully I can really settle myself, pick up back on my habits and, um, just have a good week, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. Really exciting times for sure. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, we said we wouldn't hit over an hour 45. It looks to just be that. Um, 
it's good timing because I got to go. So, yeah, you got stuff to do. Well, you know, thanks for listening, everyone. JD, as always. Oh, dude, yeah, we needed this. We needed this, yeah. We got everything, though. We got everything in. We really did, man. And uh, we didn't have to sacrifice anything. We could not have got this done in an hour. An hour would have been such a bummer. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, all right. We got our little super episode out. Um, We'll figure out when we could talk next, hopefully soon. But, yeah, check out also our Discord. We'll update you guys on if we can roll out any holiday any like last episodes before 2019 ends so uh check discord for updates or twitter yeah oh yeah all right guys that's about it we'll see y'all later peace